inch by inch, row by row, gonna make this garden grow. All it takes is a rake and a hoe and a piece of fertile ground. John Denver. Hello, I'm Tamara Michelle, and we are Real Conversations Podcast, created, filmed, and produced in Dauphin, Manitoba. This week, I have the privilege of gardening with Patty Eilers and learning about the Dauphin Community Gardening Project. Thank you to our show sponsors, Banker Marketing, Dr. Brenna and Three Graces Medispa, Real Security Solutions, Right Side Equipment of Dauphin, Oil Depot of Dauphin, Roofs Furniture and Appliances of Dauphin, Tri Family Health, Beauty and Fine Gifts of the Paw, Ramsey's Health and Fitness of Dauphin, Cloud Nine Canis Supplies of Dauphin, and Hearts to Nature Fine Art Nature Photography. Welcome back to Real Conversations Podcast. I'm Tamara Michelle, and today I have the privilege of visiting with Patty Eilers. So hi, Patty. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Um, we are going to be talking about, well, I guess it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a community project for gardening is, is what it is, and I'll get you to explain it a little bit better, but um, you were, I, we met, I think it was at the agricultural fair luncheon right. yeah. and we got talking about this week and you were looking for volunteers and I said, well, Hey, you know, I would love to come out and see what's going on. Um, I'm from a background of not gardening, but my, my family, my grandparents were farmers, my grandma, my aunties and uncles, yeah. my mom, everyone had a garden growing up. We even had one in high school. I had one up until 20 years ago when I finally planted one this year. Uh, but you do get rusty. And uh, today, spending some time with you uh, and the lovely ladies that were out volunteering to weed the gardens, I learned a lot. Like, did I ever learn about weeding stuff I didn't know? And why my weeds keep coming back? Because <laughs> you gave me like a real education. Um, so I guess, first of all, uh, do you want to talk about the actual project that we were working on? Because today you invited me out to the Sunshine Community Garden. Right. So that's one of the various uh, community gardens we've got throughout the city, and we're trying to build more. Uh, so that's over in the West End, and basically uh, the whole focus is food, food security and food sustainability. And one of the things we found, especially with the pandemic, uh, people wanted to learn how to garden because they thought that was a, a, a good way, to, of course, Mental health is very um, uh, much part of that. Physical activity, 
and also you get to meet your neighbors who are there uh, or make new friends and they might not be your neighbors but you make new friends when you go to these community gardens so we have 18 gar um, garden beds raised garden beds there and we find that again uh, people come and they they get a spot there's no charge but they do have to look after their garden beds and uh, again as you saw we had uh, well only four of the ones that were were planted but uh, you saw there was lettuce tomatoes uh, yeah. potatoes uh, um, you know a lot onions there was a lot of different vegetables and so people grow what they they want. Uh, they but grow what they eat, yeah. right? And it's manageable. So uh, we also have at Parkland Crossing. They've uh, the Parkland Crossing group has created garden beds for uh, people who are living um, in their uh, housing complex. And we're in the process of having one also developed here on the on the north side. Okay. So so it's all in the in the development. Plus, there's places you can rent. Right. And right. And, and and get a garden spot. But the whole idea is, um, it's just an educational one. So we try to to for for example, what seeds you select, what yeah. is going to do up here. Uh, so we have a short season, so it's good to get things that are shorter days. I try to get people not to get anything over like 90 days sore because sometimes, you know, this year we had a late spring. So uh, yeah. now we're looking at stuff. Like that's 50 days, right? <laughs> yeah, 50 to 65 days yeah. that will will go in there. And it was so wet, so people couldn't get in as well. And we did a seed starting. Uh, you'll see that we also have under one roof, uh, which is right in, by the United Church. You'll see that we've put up already garden beds there and we'll have also for wheelchair accessibility so the whole idea is to get people involved in in in, in growing uh, gardens as I mentioned for foods uh, sustainability um, and uh, also one of the things that I find is uh, it brings people together. That's why it's called a community garden. People okay. learn from others. I find when they do the workshop, and you probably saw today, yeah. the ladies were telling you all these tips. Well, they've been... Oh. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I actually feel like I had like a super class, like in Siri, because you're talking not with one person that has knowledge. And I'm, I'm used to with the podcast dealing one on one, but you're listening and you're you're talking and visiting and everything from, you know, what that weed can be used for as what a salve, salve for yeah. if you if you if you hurt yourself or you have a she said a, a boo boo or I think an owie yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, so um, also Portulaca, I learned about that it's edible. It's actually it could be used in your in your salads, which is a weed that. I mean, it's, it's nightmarish. That thing yes. just spreads and sprawls and you can't get rid of it. One little leaf, you know, plants like 10 more. So um, I just thought it was fascinating. And then learning about um, all the things that maybe as a gardener, because I, I haven't been gardening for about 15 years, as far as like garden vegetables, all the things that you could do wrong. And, I, and you know, you're really right when you say community, because um, we learn from people who have life experience. If you have 10 people, you know, and they have all their life and you times that by 60 years or 50 years or 40 or however old you are, you collaboratively have that much years behind you. So we all have different life experiences and learn different things and have different interests. I really like that you pointed that out because you, you really encourage the fact that um, people, not everybody is a gardener. You yes. said that today and I thought that was really fascinating. It's not that people, it's, it's not that people can't grow things. And I remember my mom always saying to me that plants are living things. So they do well 
when they're under the hand of someone who has the natural care for them. So I don't know if you want to speak to that a little bit, but well, the thing is, if people see it as a chore instead of, and I guess what I'm trying to say is, I find when you have a big garden, it's overwhelming if you haven't gardened before. So I always tell people to start small. As you saw there, yeah. the, you could go in there and you saw we weeded one. Well, you and I weeded yep. one garden in half yep. an hour. Yep. We got it all fixed up and raked and, and whatever. So what I'm saying is if you start small and have manageable one, people are most likely to, to come back, especially when they get overwhelmed with weeds. And that's one of the things that we find, like when there's a whole <laughs> bunch of weeds, people walk away. Well, because uh, it is over, it is overwhelming, right? I've had to, I've had to say, I've had to weed my, one of my big gardens on my hands and knees, just not because I was gardening, just to keep the weeds down before, you know, so, you know, my spouse could spray and I was like oh my gosh you can't spray weeds that are knee high you yeah. have to take them out first right and then then you can maybe spray what if there's little things yes, left but you don't want to have the spray on your vegetables no so, no well this so is just a summer fallow uh, yeah, garden yeah. but yeah so you have to really control your weeds before you plant your your actual garden yeah. and and then you have to have what we talk about care and so We've had, you know, from the greenhouses saying, now you look after your plants. They got to be watered yeah. all the time if there isn't the rain in. It's got to be weeded because the weed takes away the nutrients and the yeah. moisture from the plant. Yeah. Right. And it overwhelms it. And then you don't get good production from your, your yeah. vegetable that you planted. So there's all these things to consider. And, uh, the, the other part of it too is especially if you have thistle or some of those, they're okay. pr pr prickly and they take over. So it's it's really hard to harvest if you have a whole bunch of, of weeds as well. Okay. So if you take care, uh, sometimes you have the one year that it's more exceptional of, of weeds or whatever. But if you take care, you're going to find out that after a while, you're just going to be, you know, the first weeding is usually the one that is the hardest. hardest. Yeah. And then the second weed isn't much. And the third, there's just very little. Interesting. So, so and do, do you find that like with weeding, does it, does it help? So I, I'm, a, I'm assuming this must be true. So if you have a garden that's never been weeded and so it's very infested with seed and weeds you know because they've, they've been able to flourish in there um, compared to a garden that you weed more often or you weeded o like over many years right so like for example these community gardens they are being maintained because you guys are going in and like you taught we were digging um that quack grass and yes. you we were following that thing like as far as we could so that you didn't break it off you got it right to the very end and then you explained why so those gardens are going to do it pardon me a lot better because they're being maintained with the weeds right down to the, to the source right yeah, that's where people get frustrated because they figure if they pull, pull out the plant, that's it. They don't realize that they have to get down to the, the roots. Yeah. And you saw that one was over five feet. Yeah, I couldn't believe we were digging out that whole box <laughs> with a big, deep shovel. Hey, like a, a tree and, spade. Or... And that means that whoever was maintaining was just pulling the top, the top. tarp and not dealing with the weeds. You saw how they expanded yeah. and, and quaggrass can really take over and choke out your plant. So. I always encourage people to get down to the root of the problem. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, and then you taught me something I didn't know as well. Um, so when it comes to your weeds, to actually throw them in the garbage, because 
if you put them in your compost, they're going to seed again back in your garden. Yeah. So, I, you know, like you think, oh, it's green, because, it's organic, right? Well, the ones we had had already a seed head and you never put quaggrass into your uh, composter unless you can, like they do it in commercial where they can get it to a certain temperature and make sure that they kill the, okay. by the heat, the seeds okay. sort of thing. Oh, okay. But, but uh, you know, I really encourage people to not put it in their, their yeah. compost. Because they're, they're creating more work for themselves. Yes, right. So, Patty, um, so the name of this project, so you were saying this is a collaborative work, basically, of many groups for the community, for the for these community gardens. And Communities in Bloom is part of that because they want to educate. Can you name right. uh, all the groups that are involved? Okay, so there's Parkland Crossing, which has uh, a number of garden beds behind yeah. And there's a Dauphin Friendship Center that's also has over um, by the Friendship Center. And then uh, you have uh, the Healthy Together group that actually were doing a lot of the funding for original for getting the the um, uh, actual uh, garden beds. Uh, you have under one roof who, if you go by the United uh, Church, um, they're off just uh, alongside. You'll see that there's now planted uh, three flower beds, or sorry, vegetable beds, and we also have for wheelchair accessible, which is really important for people yes. to come because uh, yes. I find that there's a lot of people who can't, you know, get down to yep. garden yeah. uh, and who love gardening, and there's some that this is something new and it's very pleasurable that oh, uh, I think a lot of people just get a joy out of a plant growing and then yeah. they have they can actually pick tomatoes or yeah. peas or beans yeah. um, it's a learning experience I, I mean kids have their eyes wide open when yeah. they see you know because they've created so so they're involved huh. and you have to realize too that the schools have also garden bits right. like a number of them have as well so it's grown uh, and the other part that I wanted to say is uh, there's rented space also on the north side uh, that there's, a, I believe there's 35 gardeners that rent space okay. for, uh, you know, so they have a larger amount of, of uh, to actually have a garden. And we're looking at having um, one also in the north uh, uh, east side. Uh, we're looking at garden bits by the number of uh, senior housing that's over okay. there. So uh, again, it's Meadowlark Park that we're looking. Ah. And we, we're looking at having 12. And when we talk about community, we've got the high school who actually builds these for us so wow. it's a win-win like yeah, everybody no gets a okay. gets involved in it and i think it's very pleasurable for the people who actually get an opportunity to do this yeah and at the end of the day this is something that we can look at at food security and food sustainability yeah We're and knowledge the handing down of knowledge which yes, i right. think is is so important i think um it's something that i've really noticed from what my grandparents knew and the experiences they had, my mom, right, she was pretty good at handing down stuff to me. But if you didn't have that opportunity to get that knowledge handed down to you, um, it gets lost, right? And so I think it's really important for, for us to educate each other or educate ourselves by being involved with others. Maybe that's maybe a better term, hey, right? So t tell me about uh, the volunteering um, because... You said volunteer, like volunteering is important. I mean, if you would have had to go to that garden and you're a busy person anyway, you're on the city council, you're part of the agricultural fair. Um, it's been a busy week. You know, and, you, and you're and you an avid gardener, a lifetime gardener yourself. Right. Um, so 
how important is that to have just people just step in? And like you said, there was one lady, you did, she just showed up. You didn't even know she was coming. No, no. Yeah. I just put the word out. Uh, I have to admit that there we have uh, throughout, like you take the Ag Society. I'm working with people who have been volunteering at the Ag Society yeah. for over 60 years. Wow. Uh, you know, and do a lot. Uh, you know, it's all a part of, of building your community. So if you take a look, uh, she brought a friend and that's yeah. what we do a lot yeah. of times we're going and we say oh this person needs help so oh yeah i can spare an hour or whatever it's amazing did you see how quick we could do it like the funny thing is you're working but you're you're visiting and meeting new people and so by the time we're getting to the end when we only quit because it started to rain yeah. right yeah so you know we're kind of like oh we got to get the tools in and you know yeah. i wanted to get my equipment in and you know i think about that and i don't even know to tell you the truth i don't even know how long we were there for do you know no oh <laughs> because i, I think we were supposed to meet i at, think at we, 10. i think it was like i think i got there about like 11 30 i think is when i got there yeah, and you must uh, have been there at 11 uh, right uh I mean, I think it was, yeah, yeah i was just gonna say i think it was 10 after 11 that i arrived because, so i think it's at least two and a half hours then yeah right but did it seem like oh it? no i mean it, it literally felt like it, you know it's like you blinked and it was like an, it felt like maybe an hour went by you know like it was, it was really surprising yeah and it was interesting to find we talked about a lot of things like different lotions and things oh mosquito spray, spray making homemade making homemade mosquito spray because this is a bad year right. for mosquitoes and like yeah absolutely i agree so uh in that uh, way we're really blessed in our community because we have a lot of people that uh will come out and i find that people are more likely to come out if you say i need an hour of your time or an hour and a half yes and a lot of times like the one she said she was only staying for an hour did you see she was well it was two oh. and a half hours <laughs> like we all we blinked and it was over right yeah for sure she, i I think she, oh, here, I'll get you to step in here oh, for a second. Sorry. No, it's okay. We're going to get a camera right away. Okay, so I think what happened was that that uh, she was having fun and then she decided, you, you know, I think I better go because she was, she had, she had to make. Uh, she had somewhere to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting how that happens. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, I always think the community, uh, sure, we're growing and we're growing a garden, but there's a lot more to that. That mental health, I don't know what I would have done without my garden during yeah. COVID. Mm -hmm. And a lot of other people have said, and, I, yeah. and there's a lot of people who started gardens and say, yes. why didn't I do this before? Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, so it's there that the physical activity, yeah. right? You And I'm, I'm sorry, when I have a bad day, I go and weep. Yep. That's where I should be. I talk to my plants. That's why my plants grow so big. Is <laughs> because they're probably wow. tired of hearing me. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> they have yep. they they got big leaves to cover so they don't have to hear me. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, and so it's neat. that in it, and it's very restful. So. I find mm. that uh, uh, there's a lot of people who have taken up gardening. They say that their their stress level has gone down. Mm. They have less problems with blood pressure. It's reduced. There's a lot of benefits to garden. Plus, you get to eat healthy. Yes, of course. Yeah. A, a, and very yeah. economically. Yeah. So. And there's something rewarding, I think, about not just growing something, but when it's food production and you're growing a plant, you know, and then you're eating, like you said, you're eating the, the fr it's the fruit of your labor. Right. Quite literally right? right we use that term a lot yeah. but this is literally where it came from is where you you nurture that plant and you make sure that all the needs are met and the weeds aren't you know too bad and it's got good soil and you know you, and and the things that we don't know we can learn and that's right. what i really love 
Um, I guess one last question I have for you, Patty, is um, I I know that you're actively involved in the Communities in Bloom project. We're going to be having a podcast on that down the road. Uh, So we've already talked about that. Um, But can you uh, just give me a little bit of background on how that began and kind of when it started? Because if if I'm not mistaken, it's been like well over a decade or two decades that that's been in in our community. Communities in Bloom? Yeah. 2000. Oh, see? Oh, I wasn't far off. And I was part of it, actually. I wasn't an elected official. I had a couple of my 4-H members who uh, uh, were interested, and they did their their project, 4-H project on communities in Bloom. Wow. And so and this there was is an a start. Inter- you said it this was, is international. This is yeah. not a, this isn't just a small no. group. 1999 was the, uh, the origin of it. And then, you know, we got into, uh, uh, they have certain standards that they want you to do in your community uh, yeah. but you know uh, it's all and to deal a lot with climate change but you know forestry and uh, the whole appearance of your community yeah. okay your forestry and everything that you do and so uh, there's a lot of, of uh, how would you say different things that that you have to look at in your community and say is this this what we should be doing and the best part of that is they come to your community and they evaluate and they're very good expertise they see stuff that because we're in we don't notice yeah we don't notice and they have great ideas Uh, like for example we got now a steamer for the weeds i came from the communities and bloom judges in 2015 wow so you know i i i wasn't even familiar i heard but not enough to get the knowledge base so those people that are those judges who are coming are experts in the field like we're having one uh, actually it's going to be from uh, the united states there's another one that she looks after all the parks across national parks across canada and so you start to take a look that that is uh like some like super knowledge oh yeah yeah so a lot of places probably spend about ten thousand dollars to have there for one day for them to come and evaluate we're just getting that providing actually their transportation and, yeah. and stuff so it's very valuable to our community to get that info yeah. uh, a lot of different things that they they can bring um, everything from from the the trees that do well to uh, drainage to uh, controlling uh, insects to a whole variety of of, uh, of uh, ideas that we can incorporate into our community. So, hmm? yes. And Communities in Bloom uh, is across Canada. So a lot of, we call it competing, different communities compete against each other. Yeah. And you learn when you go down to this conference, you see what everybody's doing. Yeah. And there's lots that you can pick up and you say, oh yeah, we can do that in our community. Yeah. And so it's, it's... Well, then a, we wonder, like, you know, when you go from city to city and you see all the beautiful flowers and you see you know what I mean you're like oh man you know and then you realize when you come to Dauphin it is really quite beautiful it's really cool to be talking about green things talking about community communities in bloom uh, talking about these community gardens where people uh, basically just have to find seed and if they can't find the seed there's ways to get seeds and you know there's a way to do that so if they want to um, if they want a garden because you said there's still some garden plots available yeah, right. who do they contact uh, that would uh, right now we don't have a contact uh, person 
uh, but they can uh, probably ask for under one roof. Uh, okay. Just, just, uh, just to get a, a referral, referral to the person. person yes. you're right, you're kind of in that transition right, right. now of just finding a person. Yes. Uh, in yes. the meantime, because uh, Dauphin Neighborhood Renewal took a one-year sabbatical, and um, we didn't find yeah. out in time that we could. Yeah. Hey, that's life. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Patty. This has just been a blast. And I hope that everybody at home, uh, if they're wanting a garden, uh, they will contact, uh, I'm sorry, it's under one roof. Right. And uh, and see if they can maybe get themselves a garden plot. Yes. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Dr. Brenna and Three Graces Medispa has been inspiring love, confidence, and health in humanity since 2019. Dr. Brenna's skin therapists have the advanced knowledge required to revitalize and rejuvenate your skin. Radio frequency, microneedles, chemical peels, and oxygen nail superfacials are just a couple of the treatments we offer. To learn more about Dr. Brenna and Three Graces MediSpa, visit our website at threegraces.ca or call us at 204-572-5774 for a free consultation. Thank you to our show sponsors, Bankert Marketing, Dr. Brenna and Three Graces MediSpa, Real Security Solutions, Right Side Equipment of Dauphin, Oil Depot of Dauphin, Roofs Furniture and Appliances of Dauphin, Try Family, Health, Beauty and Fine Gifts of the Paw, Ramsey's Health and Fitness of Dauphin, Cloud Nine Canna Supplies of Dauphin, and Hearts to Nature, Fine Art, Nature Photography. See you next week.